Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming to you from the overcast city of Los Angeles, California, where we, like Boston, like New York, like Toronto, like Charlotte, like Houston, like Philly, like Milwaukee, everybody waiting on this uh, free agency bonanza, which uh, gets set to start next week. And it, it officially kind of kicks off with these players opting out. By the way, by the way, 
we had a, a short discussion, uh, nah, maybe a long discussion with Clay Travis uh, yesterday uh, over the use of the term owner. Uh, I don't believe, I just want to make sure this is very clear, I don't actually care uh, about people's politics. I don't. It doesn't make me want to watch or not want to watch. I don't. Uh, I know I'm, I, 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 I haven't conducted a poll about whether or not somebody's politics makes you want to watch a sport. Um, but I do know there are people that, that, that do. They, if somebody kneels before the flag, maybe it makes them not want to watch the NFL. If somebody uh, says the term owner is racist, uh, and I, you get so fed, I don't think that makes anybody turn off the TV. I'll only point this out. If you really think that there's any sort of comparison between slavery and the current NBA, I give you Kevin Durant, who, on his own free will, turned down $31.5 million guaranteed to stay in San Francisco, and now has the ability to pick any team he wants. And one team can pay him more for more years, over $200 million for five years of work. Other teams, four, and it depends upon their, how much else they pay to other people. So if you want to tell me that the term owner, because there's black men who are being measured and judged at the combine, like, okay, but you're going to have a really tough time uh, passing the smell test of, of people who it's not even necessarily feeling sorry for or understand how you could possibly be offended when the reality is that you've collectively bargained for the ability to have a four or five year contract, which could be worth as much as $250 million. And you have the right to not just, it's not just like turn down the work, turn down $31 million. You know that you're good at what you do and valued at what you do. If you can say, I could make $31 million guaranteed, but I'm going to instead, and while injured, and he won't play for a year, and he could command $240 million. You're having a, I'm I'm having a real tough time with that one. And I am actually a, somebody who's, who's in real life, very sensitive to the needs of others and to how words can be hurtful. This one, not hurtful. You're making yourself look ridiculous, NBA. All right. Speaking of looking ridiculous, have you heard the latest out of Houston? So Houston, which there was smoke, there appears to be fire, right? We could go back through it. And I told you when it happened that when it wasn't that they lost to the Warriors last year when Chris Paul was hurt, but Chris Paul was hurt when they lost to the Warriors. It wasn't just that they lost. It was that they missed 27 consecutive three-point shots, which is like the reverse of the Yankees who have now hit home runs in 28 consecutive games. But losing in that fashion, living and dying, and dying, but you live, the old adage is you live by the three, you die by the three, and they died by the three. And then to, to try something new, Trevor Reza walks, you rework your roster a little bit, 
Chris Paul is healthy this year. You still lose at home to the Warriors, this time in six games, and they don't have their best player. You have a new owner, and he kind of freaks out. They get rid of most of the staff. They offer up anybody upon anybody who we want for trade outside of James Harden. It's hard to move Chris Paul with a deal which, you know, they may have agreed to when they made the trade for Chris Paul, but they didn't have to. And now Houston, it might, it's bad business what they did last offseason to re-up with Chris Paul for that sort of money for that sort of length. So now the working story is they're working towards a sign-in trade with Jimmy Butler. And remember, whatever Jimmy Butler appears to be to you and me, because he appears to be a great story, right? A guy who started from nothing to being an NBA all-star. A guy who only wants to have guys around him work hard and do the right things. And he is a, a guy who you feel like you can, uh, you can depend upon to, to make big shots and to take big shots. But the truth is that Jimmy Butler, whatever money he signs for, no one actually thinks he's like a max level player. He's a really, really good player and a really good piece. But the truth is this. Jimmy Butler's been on the Bulls, the Timberwolves, and the Sixers all in the last four seasons. And each one of them seemed to have the exact same thing about Jimmy Butler. Like, yeah, he's great, but we'll let him go somewhere else. And so the story is, you, 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 if you're going to make this move to make it work financially, it's got to be what? You got to take two out of the three guys. You got to take either P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon, or Clint Capella. And if you're Philadelphia 76ers, it's going to be P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon, right? Which is kind of what makes Houston who Houston is. P.J. Tucker, a small ball four, played small ball five this year. His intangibles, his toughness is, is not replaceable. And then you bring in a guy who hasn't been able to get along with people in Chicago, in Minneapolis, and in Philadelphia for a team that doesn't see, has two stars that might not get along together all that well off, on the basketball floor. This is what happens when you shop hungry. Right? You go shopping hungry, you come home, you're like, man, what the hell did I buy? Usually when I go shopping, I like to get, and I'm a, I actually like, I enjoy the grocery store. My wife does not. I like to get something I'm going to make tonight and something I'm going to make tomorrow night. And then everything else is, are things that you can keep in the fridge or in the, uh, in the cupboard for a, a substantial period of time. And then maybe some fruit as well. But if you go in there and you're super, super hungry, everything looks good. Mm, That sounds great. Well, maybe here's a better one. You ever been to a restaurant when you're super starving, hungry, and you eat it? You're like, man, that's amazing. That's the best place ever. You come back like two weeks later, you're like, this place was awesome. Now you're not necessarily as hungry. You bite in, you're like, hey, that's not that good. Why did I tell everybody this is the best? Why did I go into Yelp and say this is the greatest place in the history of Newport Beach? Because you were hungry. When you shop hungry, you pick out things you don't need. And when you trade and you're desperate, you end up parting with things that are the core of what makes you good. Like, I think Eric Gordon's really good. And he makes good money, but he doesn't make huge money. And I would rather have a couple of guys than have just one Jimmy Butler. 
who thinks he's a one, probably more of a two or a three in terms of star players, struggles to get along with dudes. Like, wait, it didn't work in Chicago. It didn't work in Minneapolis. It didn't work in Philadelphia. All of a sudden it's going to work in Houston when you already have two guys that aren't getting along and a coach that's kind of holding on for dear life to his job and a whole new staff and an owner that wants, that's motivated to win and win now. And the desperation of, hey, if we can't do it this year when Golden State is down, and we couldn't do it last year when Golden State didn't have James Harden, and we didn't have uh, Kevin Durant, like, with the way I could blow the whole thing up. The Sixers plan to be aggressive in signing Butler to a new deal, or they could uh, have the Rockets, who have pushed for a five-year, $190 million offer, start a free agents. The Sixers could offer... Uh, Butler, four years, uh, $146.5 million deal, too. Butler would be eligible to sign a $140 million contract with the Rockets, but Houston likely to need uh, two of these players, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, and and or P.J. Tucker, to make the financial deal work. In other words, they have to get rid of salary in order to acquire P.J. Tucker. Tell me Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry. So either Jimmy Butler, Clint Capella, or Eric Gordon. Like, Clint Capella, I actually think is really valuable and doesn't make a crazy amount of money, but they didn't feel like they could play him late in games against the Golden State Warriors. Does that change when they, they're going to play against the, the Lakers this year? Or against the Jazz this year? Or against the Nuggets this year? I just feel like this is a move, these are moves out of desperation. Whereas they would have been way better off to go, you know... This is a lot like the New York Knicks back when, when Michael Jordan went to baseball. Jordan goes to baseball, and the Knicks were always kind of missing something. But because the Bulls lost Jordan, they went to their first NBA Finals. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Old people dab or little kids dab. The rest of the world's like, dude, we dabbed like three years ago. I thought it was lame then. I think it's super lame now. That's what the Kevin Durant to New York feels like. It feels like dabbing. Okay, so you want to move to New York because that's where all the players are. Right? By players, I don't even mean basketball players. That's where all the money players are. New York. Um, no, actually, that's not the way it works. You can't consider yourself the greatest city on earth if you're uninhabitable for about three weeks in the summer and three weeks in the winter. And that is actually true. Good. Okay. Now, second point, we do realize where all the money is in America. It used to all be the financial district. And there's some people that make gobs and gobs of money. In New York City. I'm not saying there are not players there, but have we not adjusted to the new age where all the money is in Silicon Valley? Like, there's a reason that when Kyle Lowry goes into the front row, like, there's a a guy worth $2.7 billion there to push him. This is not the 1990s where, in order to make it, you got to go to New York. 
Like, no, you don't. People don't have to have uh, offices anymore. They can work from home. They can work from Starbucks. People don't have to move to New York anymore. Do you know why? Because Silicon Valley has flipped it. They're like, hey, what if, what if we just established our great companies and stayed right here where the weather is nice? Well, we don't have three weeks in the winter and three weeks in the summer where we're uninhabitable. We can get in a car and drive to Napa. We can get in a car and drive to Pebble. We can go hang out in San Francisco. You know, San Francisco is the most expensive city in the world. Do you know why? Because that's where all the money is. Like, this is such a, an, like an old-fashioned way of looking at things. That, you know, you want to do it. You want to make it. You got to move to New York City. You do? Huh. Who are the names you know most in the NBA? I would say Steph Curry's pretty popular. He played in Oakland. Russell Westbrook, Oklahoma City. Paul George, Indianapolis and Oklahoma City. Yes, LeBron James, who until this year played in Cleveland and in Miami. You tell me. Most people on the street couldn't name a Brooklyn Net if they had a media guide in front of them. Tell me who's on the Knicks right now. I swear to God, you, if you can go six deep on the Knicks roster, I, I'll, give you, I, I'll give you the radio show for a week. Uh, nope, they probably traded him. Nope. Nope, they probably traded him. No, he hasn't played for them. And don't get me like, oh, Dennis Smith and Mitchell Robinson. and Yeah, because you, you saw the trade that was made for the Dennis Smith trade. Kevin Knox. Then what do you got? Outside of those three, name somebody. R.J. Barrett. Those are the four. Go to six. I dare you. But they play in New York. They play for the Knicks. If I'm, Ke- I'm advising Kevin Durant, my number one piece of advice is, you know what you can do? You can just stay right there. You make more money, you win more titles. You win more titles, and then you can go, uh, I won five titles. This whole petty, I got to do it my, with my team and my way in New York. Like, all right, dude. This ain't the 1990s where you had to go make it in the big city. San Francisco is plenty big enough. They got a new arena. If you pass out in the court and fall in the laps of somebody in the front row, they're worth more than people in New York. And, and what is the deal with Rich Kleiman? It is just as weird, like, didn't have a father in his life for a long time. Obviously, his dad's kind of back in his life. Like, guys advising him, Rich Kleiman, who's, you know, like, kind of made himself a player. Here's the thing. Um, in television... Producers who put themselves on TV, on camera, I have suspicions about, right? That they don't actually love their job. They want to do your job. In, in basketball, agents who want to be in the TV shows that their athletes are in I kind of have the same feeling about. That's Rich Kleiman. Look at all the stuff, the, the boardroom stuff. Why is he in it? All right, cool. He's, he's the advisor, it just feels very forced and feels like, you know, he wants Kevin Durant to live his life, his way. And the way he thinks, as a New Yorker, this is the way it is. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's going to be no bats that we need to make at this point. 
straight out of Vegas. Vegas. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. This is on YouTube. Baby Shark. And this is on YouTube. This is the world's first ever actual pool of jello. But did you know we're on YouTube? Holy hell. Search and subscribe to our channel, Fox Sports Radio. Get your favorite show's videos. I mean, if you're watching this. Are you telling me that y'all just let the fall in the toilet? Y'all don't catch it every time? You gotta be watching us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Fox Sports Radio. Why do you think people wash their hands? This is worse than I thought. Two of MLB's greatest teams will make history when they face off for the first Major League game in England. The Yankees take on the Red Sox. Live from London, Saturday, 1230 Eastern on Fox and Sunday, 10 a.m. on ESPN. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. True Car shows what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Bill Oren works for The Athletic. He covers the Lakers for a living. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, you know, look, it's been widely reported that they wanted, the Lakers want to go after Kemba. Now, all of a sudden, it looks like the Celtics and the Mavs have a chance to offer more money. Um, how, where do you think the Lakers are in terms of their planning and how they're going to proceed once July 1st starts? Well, I think, I mean, first of all, just as the money goes, the Lakers insist that they have a path to get to um, a max slot or as, as, as close as possible um, in a way that they think that they can still make a compelling pitch to Kemba or whoever it might be who's at that caliber of max, of max guy. But I think their, their offseason plan is really hasn't changed. It's, it's going to be start at the very top, try to, try to land one of those top guys. And, you know, obviously they have been viewed as, you know, kind of the team with the longest shot for much of this, um, this season. You know, throughout the year, you started hearing that Kawhi, Kyrie, um, they all were looking elsewhere. The Clippers were a more appealing destination, but some things have changed with the Lakers and, uh, and obviously most notably Anthony Davis. And now, you know, one of those top guys is not coming to, you know, be LeBron's number two and, and carry LeBron's water in, in his old age. It is coming to be part of, you know, a super dynamic three-headed monster and, you know, one of the best, you know, trios in the modern era. If you're talking about Kawhi Leonard, I mean, that would be the best three-man lineup perhaps, you know, we've, we've ever seen. But there's still a lot of issues here. So the Lakers are going to go down that progression. And, you know, whether it's D'Angelo Russell, a reunion there, trying to do something with Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, they, they have their eyes on the right guys, I think. The problem is that... We don't. We have. We haven't yet been able to test whether guys are interested in the Lakers and how the Anthony Davis um, trade changes the way this team is viewed around the league. Uh, okay, let, let's 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 dig in with the uh, with the D'Angelo Russell thing. Could that really happen? Like they did not like him at all when they got rid of him. Now all of a sudden that changes twenty four months later. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, he has. I mean, first of all, D'Angelo continued to develop as a player in Brooklyn, um, became a better all-around player, um, you know, led that team into the playoffs. 
Um, <clears throat> the Lakers did not like him. You are right, but you've had a you've had an overhaul in all of your major departments. You have a new coaching, a new head coach, a new coaching staff. The front office is now. Um, run by Rob Palinka instead of Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was the one who had the problem with, with D'Angelo Russell. Um, and also, you know, I talked to Magic the other night outside the NBA Awards, and he made it very clear that he felt that the Nick Young video incident made it so guys would not respond to D'Angelo in that locker room. And Magic's point to me was those guys are all gone. And you've seen that, you know, different players respond just fine to D'Angelo in Brooklyn. So there's really no reason that wouldn't carry over to LA. And there's really no, and there's no sense in D'Angelo having bad feelings toward the Lakers because the guy who spearheaded the trade for him and who disparaged him on his way out the door, uh, stepped away from the organization being Magic Johnson. So I, it, it is real. And there is a, there's certainly interest on the Lakers side. Um, and, and there should be, I mean, D'Angelo Russell is a, top flight point guard in, in the league. And the, he has become the player they thought that they were drafting in t- 2015. And it's, I mean, it's crazy and it's ironic and it's, you know, only in the NBA, but if, if the Nets have the kind of summer they hope to have, then there's absolutely a path for D'Angelo Russell back to the Lakers. Um, well, if D'Angelo Russell is such an elite point guard, why would the Nets let him go? I mean, isn't that, isn't that, isn't that the great debate, right? That's, that's the, that's the issue. If, if they are going to be able to, land a Kyrie Kevin Durant combo then then it's worth letting D'Angelo walk if not I mean it's a tough decision 23 years old average 21 and 7 last year is continuing is continuing to evolve um it's it's a it's a tough decision in in Brooklyn of kind of how you want to shape and direct your franchise but Kyrie Irving I think in general is viewed as that transcendent talent that you know superstar top level player D'Angelo is not there yet but um you know, I think the, the, the Nets are only going to let D'Angelo Russell walk if they if they feel like they have to. Bill Orem joining us uh, here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What about the Darren Collisons? What about the Patrick Beverleys? Some of those second level guys. Um, how likely are they to be Lakers? I think more likely. I mean, you're 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 now in the scenario where the Lakers are not able to lure that top guy. That guy is going to command twenty five, thirty million dollars uh, on the on the open market, and that they're now they're breaking up their cap space, um, whatever that number ends up looking like. Um, Darren Collison, Patrick Beverly, um, Marcus Morris, Jeremy Lamb. Those are the sorts of guys that you know as they try to build a roster that they should be looking at. And by all accounts, I mean they they know that Seth Curry's out there. Um, it's just going to be it's it's just going to be a, an interesting test of Rob Polinka and his and his managerial skills. I mean, we saw last summer. The Lakers had, you know, limited, um, you know, they had they had cap space last year, and but they didn't want to carry it over beyond 2019, and so they signed a bunch of one-year deals. And the guys they signed, um, you know, ended up not really working out. I think we can safely say Michael Beasley was not on the team by the end of the year. Lance Stevenson, Javale McGee, and Rajon Rondo. I mean, the team didn't make the playoffs. Didn't really come close to the playoffs. Uh, obviously, the injury to LeBron was was a key factor there as well. But that was not a a good supporting cast for LeBron James. Now there were mitigating circumstances, but you know if if the Lakers fail to put that if the Lakers put that caliber of cast around um, LeBron and AD, this team is not going to come anywhere near the expectations that people suddenly have for it. So this is going to be a real test of Rob Palenka and his ability to build a quality supporting cast for LeBron. Bill Orm joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. And then you still have the kind of makeup of the coaching staff. Like, have we figured they still haven't put together the whole coaching staff, right? Like Ron Adams, they've, they've been gotten permission to talk to. 
Well, how, how is that coming together? My, my sense is that Ron Adams is still going to be difficult to lure away from Golden State. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't know what the staff looks like. The Lakers haven't, haven't done anything formal. They haven't even announced the Jason Kidd hire, although that uh, Frank Vogel discussed it at his, at his introductory press conference. So we don't really know who's going to be, who's going to be alongside um, Frank Vogel uh, you know, on opening night. But uh, you have a good sense, obviously, with Lionel Hollins and – and and Jason Kidd, there's your those are your your primary assistants. It's a it's a you know a, a, a team of you know former head coaches, lots of name recognition, which matters to the Lakers. Um, you know guys who've won um, won championships as players. Um, you know there's there's credibility to those names, which frankly, um, the, the guys Luke Walton brought in with him, with the exception of Brian Shaw, were probably a little bit more unknowns, and so. Um, you know, Frank Vogel, I have no doubt, is assembling his staff, but they've played, they've played that pretty close to the vest. Hmm. It is going to be fascinating to see. All right, last thing is, they got any shot at Kawhi Leonard? I, I, think, I, think, it's, um, I think it's slim. Uh, you know, I think that they, they, they hope that, they're, that they get a chance to make the pitch to him that he can come be part of the best, the best three-man lineup in, in NBA history, that Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James is the best is the best the best trio in the, in the history of the league come here win multiple championships they, they hope it's that simple um but you know there's obviously going to be some um there's, there's a lot of reasons for Kawhi Leonard to not leave uh Toronto and a lot of reasons why the Clippers would look more appealing where he can be um the sole face of the franchise and this to say what you will about you know that you know three-headed monster this is still LeBron James's team and if you come as a as a second or third star you're still going to be expected at least in the first year or two to defer to LeBron. And I don't know if you are Kawhi Leonard, if that appeals to you, but um, there people still talk about Kawhi Leonard as being one of the guys they're going to pursue. So I don't think they're going to close the door on that until it's closed on them. Hmm. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Um, Bill, really appreciate you joining us. It's going to be an interesting week or a week and a half uh, in LA. We love that you're staying on top of it. Read your work in the athletic all the time. And thanks for being our guest. Okay. My pleasure, Doug. Thank you. Bill Orm from Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Zach Harper covers the NBA for The Athletic and for Sirius XM NBA Radio. And uh, Zach, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but betting sites now have the Nets as even favorites to land Kevin Durant. What's your reaction? Oh, man. I mean, they, they usually know better than we do. They seem to have that information for a reason. So I, it tells me that Kyrie Irving is definitely going to go there. And if Kyrie Irving's going to go there, you got to believe that he... He thinks his friend is going to go there, and Kevin Durant's his friend, so I, I guess we should get on board with it. It's weird, though, right? Like, it's really weird. Yeah, it, I, I can't figure. I can't figure out. Like, I like the Nets. I feel like they were making 
a nice steady climb. They, and I love Kevin Durant. This is, but it's weird. Like you're going to be a playoff team and then you're going to go get Kyrie instead of D'Angelo Russell. I'm not a D'Angelo Russell guy. So I actually see that. I I see the upgrade. I do think that means buyer beware for the LA Lakers or whoever else wants D'Angelo Russell, right? That they have bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. And yet they are willing to let him walk no matter how good Kyrie is. But they were all about chemistry. Now you bring in Kyrie, who will take over this year, and then you get KD maybe at the end of this year, probably next year. It just feels weird to me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly a gamble based on what they've been building. They've been building culture, 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 right? And this is kind of counterculture to what they've, they've established to a degree because of how things ended in Cleveland, how things ended in Boston with Kyrie. If you feel your culture is strong enough to manage egos, then I think you go for it. And clearly they think that's, that's what they need and that's what they're capable of doing. I don't mind the risk of it in that sense. I'm more worried personally about Kyrie's knee and then obviously the return of Kevin Durant with the Achilles. But if you're going to take two big swings and try to become a powerhouse in the league, you know, those are two pretty good swings to take. No question. No question. What's this mean for the Knicks? <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, it's just, they're the Knicks. You know, like, I mean... But this, but their plan, their plan is actually a pretty good one, right? Like I can make fun of the Knicks all I want, and we can say Dolan this, Dolan that. But the fact is that Dolan doesn't do anything with the day to day. They cleared out a bunch of cast space. They have a couple of good young players that I like. I like R.J. Barrett. I like Kevin Knox. Uh, I like Mitchell Robinson. Like I think those are three kind of good pieces to sort of build around. Um, they cleared out cast space, and they like work with the New York, New York Knicks. This is the spot in New York. Like, Brooklyn's still Brooklyn. If they swing and miss, like, what are they going to do? I mean, I guess, who do you think they swing with it for, at this point, right? Like Kemba? Is that, but, I mean, what does that do? Like, not, and that's not to diminish Kemba. Kemba's really good, but you're just moving the Hornets to a, a big city at that point. Like, R.J. Barrett's really nice. I think, I'm high on R.J. Barrett. I think he's going to be an excellent player in this league, but probably not for, like, four or five years. Right? Like, that's when he'll really start making an impact. That's when a lot of these guys usually start making an impact. You know, Kevin Knox, same thing, probably three, four years. Dennis Smith Jr., two, three years. Like, a lot of these guys, they need time. And so Kemba's just going to go there and, and play with a bunch of young guys. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I guess I don't hate it because it's a good story. It's obviously an upgrade. He would clearly be the best player on that team, and you need talent. But at this point, if you're not getting KD and not, you're not getting Kyrie, and you can't get a second guy to come with Kemba, if that's the goal, wouldn't you just kind of roll that over? Like maybe throw yes. twenty million at Bobby Portis or or Jabari Park, right? Like these one like one year deals to spend the money because you got to spend the money just to remain somewhat competitive, have somewhat of a product on the court. Really try to develop the young guys and circle back next year or the year after when the free agency class gets better. Like I just I don't know that you spend just to spend. It's certainly not long term money. Okay, let's let's work our way to the Toronto Raptors. How much do you, what do you think happens now with Kawhi? I, I'm, I'm leaning towards the one and one uh, for a few reasons. One, I think, you know, it's hard to leave a championship team. Um, two, if he gets two more years under his belt and is a free agent in two years, he gets the 10 year max as opposed to the, you know, the 30% of the cap now. So he gets more money out of it. Um, and, uh, and I, and, you know, I, it just seems like if he wants to win, that's, you know, they could rule the East and, and, and repeat next year 
uh, not easily, but like pretty, you know, pretty decent chance of that. Like they would be my favorites if he comes back. Marcus Salt opts in, so you know maybe that's just he wasn't going to get twenty five million dollars anywhere else, or maybe that's him saying like, hey, I think I think Kawhi's coming back. Like I, I'm leaning more towards that. All I've heard all year is Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. Right, even as they were about to win the championship, it was Clippers, Clippers. Now some of that talk seems to be a, a short term deal with the Raptors. Yeah. So what does that mean for the Clippers? Uh, I mean, I think you can you can try to go get Jimmy Butler, right? And you can try to go get um, I don't know, maybe D'Angelo Russell or someone like that. Maybe go try to get Kemba Walker. Uh, but I would stay the course and just wait for the next big guy. Like maybe that's then you put pressure on Washington, right, to try to go get Bradley Beal, someone like that. Like I I think the Clippers uh, again with a lot of these teams who have opened up this cap space. I don't think you need to just go commit to guys because you have the money to spend. I think you got to keep things kind of you know, in a carousel type fashion of, of these short one, you know, one or two year deals with big money to it. So you spend the money, but you don't compromise your long-term goals of bringing in stars. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great idea, but I mean, they're, they wanted to bring in stars and, you know, like the Knicks, the Clippers, I think it'd be more normal for them to not get the stars. All right, let's look at the Lakers. Okay. So let's, let's assume Kyrie's not coming. That's an easy assumption. Katie's not coming. Yeah. Easy assumption. Kawhi, I don't see it, but okay, let's assume he's not coming. What do they do? I mean, I think that's where you turn your attention to someone like Kemba. Like, if they want a third star, Kemba's a really good third banana there, right? Like, Kemba's, Kemba's a guy who can play off ball. Like, this year he was bad at it in terms of, of catch-and-shoot three-pointers. I think he was around like 34 35%. The previous years, he was like 42 to 46% on a significant number of attempts. Like, he's a good off-ball player. It's just Charlotte has been so horrible and has, he's had so little help for so long, he doesn't get a lot of chances to play off-ball. That was the reason they went and spent money on Lance Stevenson, you know, years ago, because they wanted to play Kemba more off-ball. They went out and got Nick Batum so they could play him more off-ball so he doesn't have to wear himself out. Like, if you put him you know, kind of running that show with LeBron and you've got Anthony Davis out there, that's an incredible big three right there. You've still got to fill in everything else with, with minimum players and short and, you know, small contracts, but that's a great jump forward. Or, you know, you go try to make, get a combination of like, I, you know, the combination that keeps getting thrown out there is someone like J.J. Reddick and Patrick Beverly, right? Yep. You try to flesh out that roster with multiple role players. I think either way is a smart play. Personally, I would go for more depth than just another star. Um, but you know, it's the Lakers, they're going to want stars. They are going to want stars, but they also, you know, need shooters and need bodies and need people. If you're going to rest LeBron and, and maybe Anthony Davis, at some point you're going to need guys to, so you don't get beaten in every one of those games in which you rest them. That's the, that's therein lies kind of lies the problem, right? Oh, for uh, sure. And we, uh, like, we don't know if LeBron's going to have injury problems going forward after this year, right? Like he's usually in great shape and avoids it, but we don't know. And then Anthony Davis, he seems to always be questionable return, to return in a, any given game. So, yeah, like you've got to find a way to kind of manage those expectations without leaving you know, too much talent on the bench. Uh, Zach Harper is our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Okay, what does it look like for the Golden State Warriors? I mean, I wouldn't worry about Clay leaving. I think they'll give him the five-year max, and I think he'll stay. Um, that seems to be what everyone assumes, and I, I think it's a safe assumption. Uh, you know, if you lose KD, I don't know. Do you try to like bring in other guys on an, on shorter term deals with you know whatever your mid level, your taxpayer mid level is with someone like uh, like a Rudy Gay? Do you go out and try to get him? Right? Is that enough money to go get Rudy Gay to have him help you compete for championships? Do you try to bring back Boogie Cousins? Like, I think there are a couple of things they can do, but those seem to be 
you know, it, it's not going to just, all right, you lose Kevin Durant, you get to go replace him with a star. That's not how the money works here. So I think it's just try to develop the young guys that you have, even though it's not a great crop of players, right? And then on top of that, like, just get Clay healthy. Make sure you don't injure or burn out Steph and Draymond. And, and you, go, you probably go into the playoffs next year as like a five through seven seed, somewhere in that range. And then you hope you get Clay back healthy for the playoffs and you just try to make one of those 95 Houston Rockets runs. I know we all want the games to feel like they matter more, mean more. I know we, we all think that's what we want, right? That we want these bigger games. But I don't see how it works financially to have fewer games. How, how does this work? It's a great question. I mean, it's nothing that you can negotiate now with the TV rights, right? Like, it, it, like this, is, this is what it is. And, and that's, that's going to be the hardest thing is, is figuring out, Fewer games while still keeping the TV money the same or have it increase. And so, and so to do that, you need to create more of a demand, but the demand's already, already like relatively high. So you can try to bring in these like kind of gimmicky mid-season tournaments, end-of-season tournaments before the playoffs start and all that crap, but those have to bring in monster numbers with sponsorships, ad revenue, everything, right, in order to make up the money. So I love the idea of lessening – the schedule. I love the idea of making sure we don't have 20 games of load management from one of the best players in the league. Those are all great, but this sounds a lot like the draft wheel to me, right? Like, remember the draft lottery wheel where it was going to be like every 30 years someone gets the number one pick or whatever that crap was, and it was like this random rotating wheel and all this stuff? Like, that's a cool idea, but it's not practical in any way. So, the you know, the kind of the stuff being discussed now, yeah, it's great to consider it, but unless you can make up that money, that's not like these games aren't going anywhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. You know, they, they took the money from TV and they're like, oh, wait, that means we actually had to fill, fulfill the responsibilities. It's like it's the guy who it's the band who's like t- takes a huge uh, payment up front for four records. They get done doing the first record. Then they go do a tour and they're like, hey, we need that second record out, you know, by right. July 1st. Like what? Like, yeah, it's in the contract. You got to start pumping these records. Like, dude, we're fried. Sorry, bud. That's the contract you signed. You want the money? You got to keep pumping out the albums. You got to keep touring around. That's how we. That's how we make it work. And you think the players or the, or the teams are going to give up any of the, any of that money? No. The load? Hell no. no. Of course not. Like no. You know what people love? Money and lots of it. And the league makes lots of money right now. So there's no way they're just going to give up games unless they find a way to replace that revenue. I completely and totally agree with you. That's why I had you on. Not because you're good, but because you agree with me. That's what. Oh, that, I'll agree with you anytime you want. Um, okay, so uh, let's, let's sum it up. Okay, I want Zach Harper to close his eyes. All right. All right, so on July 1st, or let's, whenever this, the dust settles, Jimmy Butler is where? I'm going to say Philly. I think he resigns five years, 190. Okay. Kemba Walker is where? Wild card, Dallas. With Al Horford, too? Yeah, why not? Oh, okay. Um, Kyrie and KD package deal to Brooklyn? Yeah, I think so. Lakers add who? Lakers add J.J. Redick and not Patrick Beverly, but a, a solid starting point guard. Darren Collison. Ooh, I like that. Darren Collison's pretty good. I think he. I think I don't think people realize how good he is. He is good, and he can really shoot, and he can defend. Yeah, and he and he's from LA. 
So, I mean, check, check, sub, check a bunch of boxes. Um, who plays with Giannis next year? They, they get the, the band all back together? They get Brooke Lopez back? Everybody except Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. Good stuff. All right, look forward to hearing you on uh, SiriusXM, NBA Radio, and on the and Read Your Stuff in the Athletic. Plus, of course, you know you're a great follow on Twitter. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.